بسم الله والحمد لله وصلاة وسلام على رسول الله وآله وصحبه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله على السلامة you know الحمد لله we made it back to Florida and all in one piece we didn't leave him you know الحمد لله you know this episode is going to be about you know our experience at Mass Ignace Chicago الحمد لله for the experiments all praise and thanks is due to Allah you guys were amazing like that's the first thing I want to say the people we met Everyone who came, like I'm gonna say, everyone who watches our videos, you know, shiv it, shiv it. One thing I am gonna say, y'all like it in the trivia. <laughs> so make sure you go get them trivia cards. Make sure you never get a question wrong again. You know, subhanallah. I mean, were they really lacking though? I mean, like we gave a lot away. So like, yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I mean, we gave a lot of people a lot of chances though, because it was like I didn't want people to leave empty-handed uh, after playing with us. Like let them learn something new and then let them keep learning. By taking the trivia cards. You know, like or imagine, like, look, card. listen, the people who didn't get the answers correct, they're the ones who are gonna need the trivia cards the most. They're the ones who are gonna sit there, they're gonna need to study it the most. You know, yeah, so I'm heard. glad, I'm glad we, you know, it went out the way that it did. I, I also I didn't realize the impact that our trivia cards had in people like learning about the religion. I didn't think that was, you know, when we came up with it, you know, we didn't see it as this innovative technique to teach people. I thought it was just like, you know, a fun game that we used to play amongst ourselves. I don't even think it was much of the trivia cards. Much less the the trivia that we post on social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was that more more so than not. Like, just people saying, "Oh, you guys play the trivia online and this and that." And I'm like, "Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't. I thought we weren't the only one. I mean, I've seen trivia's before, so I was like, okay. I mean, that's cool. But then I guess people take a liking to what we do. I mean, I guess the dynamic that we have or something like that. Which you know, alhamdulillah for that. Uh, alhamdulillah, like people could be entertained and then also learn about Islam, like in a way that. You know, the youth, they need they need some form of... They can see that the fact that learning about Islam doesn't have to be all boring and all like, oh, just textbooks and whatever, you know, people in a way that, you know, is yeah. appealing. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't have to... Uh, they want something that's attention-grabbing. Mm -hmm. Like, every time I've done research about, like, content that, that goes viral and stuff like that, it's always like, you know, those first few seconds have to be very attention-grabbing, has to grab the audience's attention. And then for me, I was like, I mean, what's more attention-grabbing than... Doing something that's like entertaining, like playing the trivia, getting smacked with a pillow or something like that, and like what we're doing. But at this, at the time when we thought about it, it wasn't like that. It was just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna do this, you're gonna play this on little fun game. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Like it was never like, oh yeah, this is gonna do something great. It's just kind of like something amongst ourselves, basically, that we just decided to put on camera. Same thing like the podcast. Like we just talked amongst ourselves, and then you just put it on camera. That's pretty much it. But Chicago showed me like. um, the Muslim Ummah, like, I, I guess based on the reason that we went, we benefited a lot from it. Like, I was able to, to attend some lectures. I was able to play trivia with people. I was able to meet a lot of people. Um, I was able to network with a lot of people. Like, everything that I wanted to do in Masikna, I was able to accomplish. And that's, like, and from what I heard from before, like, the year before, people were saying, oh, this is mass fitna. People just go there for matchmaking and to look for marriage and whatnot. And I was like, I mean, if you go there for that, then that's probably what you're going to find. But I didn't go there for that. And that's not what I found. I found a lot of benefit. Like, I just... We were set on an idea of what we wanted to do. We went ahead and accomplished that, alhamdulillah. And on top of that, I feel like we got more out of it than what we expected. I didn't even oh, expect yeah, it to be like that. Bro. Like, the feeling there was unreal. Like, especially, like, when we walked into the convention center... We're walking, you know, you're surrounded with all these Muslims, like, and you're in, like, this big convention place. I just felt like I was in Saudi again. I felt like I was getting, like, whenever we were walking through the mall. Those, those are the type of vibes that I was getting. 
man, you can hear the you hear the adhan every single time the prayers yeah. being called, and you see people always praying. I was like, dang, what the it heck? always it always feels good to surround yourself with Muslims. Yeah. You know, like let's say you're not even necessarily talking to these people, just being in the presence of uh, with other Muslims is always going to give you good vibes. Well, yes, I love I love what you just said. I love that when I was there, I was thinking to myself, man, I love being around all these Muslims. I don't know, it's just a, it's just a feeling, you know. Like I'm not like I don't know how to explain it. Here, here's one thing like that I thought of like let's say when I'm in Saudi or Sudan, I can walk up to 99.9% of people and say salam alaikum to them. They're not yeah. going to look at me funny. You know, they they can say it back to me. We can have a normal conversation. We can talk about Allah, whatever it may be. And, you know, you know, and speaking about conversations, I remember we had a conversation with a man. We came across him. He said, oh, y'all deen to us. And then he asked for a picture and whatnot. And he was telling us a little bit about his story. He said, and he said something that clicked with me. He said, y'all for all ages. Y'all are for Yes. I was he like, said, man, subhanAllah. He was telling us a story. He came out. He was in prison seven years and he came out and he became a Muslim. He said he had other plans, but Allah had other plans as well. And, you know, like, finally, he became what, what was his story, though? Like, remember, he said he wanted to be the biggest drug dealer in Chicago. He said that was his plan. He said he was going to go out there and be the biggest. But he said, you know, he went in there. He said jail was the only place he felt like that was the only place where people will sit there and learn and listen. And he said, that's exactly what Allah did. Look at Allah's plan. He said seven years. He said he what? he was 26 when he first discovered Islam and he came out. He said he's 53 years old now. Imagine. He said he said. What clicked me? He said, "Y'all are for all ages." I was like, "Man, Subhanallah, that just gave me so much motivation to keep going, keep making these videos, keep pumping out content for these people." You know, because I feel I didn't really before Ikna or before Chicago, I didn't really see the impact of like the work we do. You know, but it's like all praise and thanks to Allah. No, that's that's a hundred percent. Allah, like I've seen the DMs. I've seen the DMs. People DMing me personally. People DMing like the Dean Tour uh, Instagram mm -hmm. or TikTok, telling me, "Oh, like your videos helped me out so much." And I've seen the comments and this and that. It never really clicks though. Cause I'm like, yeah, you know, alhamdulillah. Like I always like to um, give that praise to Allah. But then when people come to me in person talking about, man, you have no idea how much you helped me get back on my deen. You have no idea how much you helped me quit music. You have no idea how much your trivia have helped me learn about my religion. I'm like, I mean, bro, I did, that's, you know, my intention, you know, is to only please Allah. But the fact that you tell me this, it just makes me want to do it more. But it makes me want to just keep on going and like- Keep it pushing. Yeah, keep, no, but go harder. I want to yeah. go, I want to do it even more now because it's, from the beginning, I remember emphasizing, oh, if we only touch the, the heart of one person, you know, yeah. that's better than I remember than we anything. had that like, conversation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, we touch one one person's heart, we've completed our goal. Exactly. But you kind of like stray away from that once you see like, oh, there's more people pay, uh, paying mind to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So now it's not more, like, it's not all about, oh, who am I helping or who's changing because of the videos that we're, we're pumping out right now. It's more just like how many people can see our videos. And like he said, the guy said all ages. And indeed, what he said was correct. We had people talking to us from all different age groups, and that was just crazy to see. But like I said, I want to go back to that guy's story. He's saying he wants to be the biggest drug dealer in Chicago. I want you guys to imagine like such a plan, right? If someone was to walk up to you and tell you that, what would you think of that person? You think he's lowest of the low? Yeah, imagine. And then look, Allah can turn his heart in a second. Imagine... It doesn't matter. The person could be the worst of the worst. Allah can change their heart in a second. There's nothing that you can do about it. And there's nothing that you can say about it. If anything, this person can become better than you. And you're going to sit there yeah. and still be arrogant. You're still going to be ignorant. You're still going to think of yourself higher than them. And that's exactly what makes you lower than them. Not only that, but you can see, imagine a Muslim, you see another person. Maybe they're not doing the best things right now. But overnight, Allah, you don't, you don't think that Allah has the power to change their heart? Maybe you could go over there and give them a good word. And you know, it's like, it's kind of ironic how... People, they come up to us and tell us, oh, you help, like you said, they help me get back on religion. I remember when I used to watch 
when I when I still I still watch videos like Islamic videos, Islamic speakers, man, like the boost in Iman is crazy. Like these people, they're doing they're doing the best of like the best work. Like there's a, you can do anything yeah. with your platform, anything with your platform, and you chose to speak speak about Allah. Imagine you're like imagine any gathering. Imagine walking through walking through like um, a center. And you see any gathering, there's a gathering about drugs, people talk about drugs, about gathering people talking about economics, money, but you chose the one where people are talking about Allah, mentioning the, the name of Allah. Let's not even that's how like social the, media is. Let's let's not forget about the people who got to that platform, who got that following, and then turned it back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like there's people who they've gained a following by doing things that are like stupid, by like things that are not pleasing to Allah to Allah. So but then they get back on their deal. Like I've seen it time and time again on TikTok, people they delete all their videos with music on that and stuff like that. They completely change the content that they're pumping out yep. now because they have a Muslim audience and they know that because they've come out as Muslim. So they stop posting that type of content and start turning towards, not, not necessarily, oh, just calling people to Islam, but it's just like halal-friendly content. Mm -hmm. That's something that we want to do. Like, oh yeah, we're going to call you to Islam. We're going to speak about Allah. But then there's also content that we want to do that's like, it's not promoting bad, but it's just, you could just see us being us, right? Mm -hmm. That's the type of stuff that, I think people can find enjoyment in us and other people out there. But it's just that growing sense of like, you're not alone. There's people who they, they see people going through the same things as them. They're, um, they're understand. They can understand your story. They can relate it back to themselves. They can connect with you seeing that stuff online. That's what, that's the benefit of an internet, like of the internet back then you, it, before, before cell phones and the internet, you didn't really have that type of stuff. You had to really talk about it. Nowadays, people don't really have to talk about it, but they can see it with their own eyes. Someone can ha be having a bad day and see someone's video and their, their day is brightened up now. Mm -hmm. like, you know, like, subhanAllah. Or they'll be like, this, this video is exactly what I needed to hear, or this is exactly what I needed to see. Yeah. And videos like that, those are never a coincidence to me. Yeah, of we, course. we don't believe it. I imagine, imagine Allah sent you a sign straight to your cell phone, right there in front of you. It doesn't matter. You're sitting there late at night, you're up there thinking, and Allah sent you a sign right there. And then you sat there and you ignored it. You skipped the video. Yeah, it might not be haram, but... Just think about it. Allah will still ask you, did we not send you a warner? Did we not send you a sign? Oh, you know, don't, don't you think that's a little scary though? Yeah, of course it like is. A because that could change your life and you just end up skipping it. Or for example, how Islam will enter every single household. Who, who doesn't know about Islam? You know, and they, they sit there and they continue to put all this negative uh, connotations around the religion of Islam. But yet, that might have been your warning. You sit there like, Oh, you sat there and you saw Islam on the TV. Why don't you go there and open a book? Why don't you sit there and research about it? You will be asked. You as the disbeliever, you as the person who's not on their dean, even the person on their dean, every single person will be asked about their situation, what they had, and your blessings. Bro, can you imagine someone who has like their feed, right? And instead of seeing a, an Islamic video and just skipping that, they only watch the ones that have music in it, see dancing, see haram things, where they, when they should be lowering their gaze. So then, like, they just skip out on all the assignment videos. And that's that's a reminder for me and for anybody else out there who does stuff like that. Because I've caught myself doing that, too. Like, I've skipped an Islamic video and then seen a video that was playing music. And it looked more interesting to me just because, like, you know, that's that's what the mind does. They, we, we have like, the desire and the temptation to watch those types of videos. Yeah, exactly. So that's a reminder because I've, I've tried to, like, steer away from that. Like, I don't even go on social media as much anymore besides, like dealing with like the the social like the social aspect of like dean tour and stuff like that other than that like i don't really go on it anymore because i found myself looking at 
stuff that's just displeasing to me. I just look at it, I'm like, but why am I watching this? Or what's that? I, 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 I just don't want to watch it. You know, it. like, pile, it's crazy you say that, because I remember when you were telling us about this, like, if I'm going to be, like, because a lot of people, like, the desire to chasing to be, like, addicted to your phone, scroll, mm-hmm. scroll, endless hours, you made that, like, you gave the solution of just to follow or only look at things which will benefit you. Yeah, because like, I remember there was a time when I was following almost a thousand people on Instagram, and most of that was like brands and things that had nothing to do with Islam. It's just like, bro, I went in there and I cleared some of that. And I'm still going through like, even this day, I need to go back and get back on it again and just only follow things that benefit me. You know, why am I following these things and they're not benefiting me? You know, it's just sitting there taking up space and putting dirty things in front of my face that I don't want to be seeing. Or like, what's it called? Even like looking on meme pages, right? Like, yeah, we we, we try to sit there, we try to sit there and watch a funny video, and you can't, you can't do that anymore. Oh it's you know, it's, it always got to be some you know OnlyFans ad or whatever it has to be. Yes, like, bro, bro. It, it's sick. It's oh sick. Oh my god, Allah, it's, it's so sick. annoying. I like, I used to like the meme pages, but then now all of a sudden they just all come up with these um with these ads for OnlyFans models and stuff like that. That's the same thing on Twitter. That's why I don't go on Twitter no more because every single meme page, they're just posting out these these. Bro, OnlyFans Wallah models. I'm like, Twitter bro, what's going on, for, bro? For that exact reason. Yeah. Like, I deleted it. Even on Instagram, I, had to get rid I of unfollowed that. so many of them because I'm like, bro, like this is... I had to, bro. This I was like, a healthy way to make money, bro. Bro, not even just that, bro. Like, I look, I look at these pages... And like I have a page I've been following for years, and then I see and I'm like, not YouTube, <laughs> not yeah, no, YouTube. I, like, I said you was all that I had, man. No, it was actually crazy. I seen this one that I've been following since like 2015 or something like that. I recently unfollowed them because I saw them they were posting about Palestine, and I was like, oh snap, okay, cool. So yeah. I thought they were Muslim or something like that. But then then I see them posting OnlyFans models uh, ads. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Like how you you're you're talking about Palestine and then you're promoting this garbage? Like, yeah. What's going on here, man? Yeah, it's like you're crazy. using your platform. This is this is good, but then you're you're promoting this degeneracy to children. And not only that, look, like I was a kid following these people. Imagine if I was still a kid right now. Hundred percent, it's being pushed into these kids' faces because then they're gonna grow up. They're gonna think stuff like this is okay. Exactly, they're gonna grow up. So so what? So what if she got an OnlyFans or so what? So what if he's watching porn? So what? They they grow up they grow up in, into these in, into this mentality. Look how sick the mentality is. And I was watching a video earlier about pornogra- pornography from uh, the three Muslims, and the guy was literally saying, "Okay, some people say that uh, watching porn is better than zina, right?" And the guy was talking about, "Okay, when you're sitting there watching, you know, you're watching people commit an act Allah hates zina, right? Yeah. Which is one of the top one of the top most atrocious sins. You sit there, you're watching it." And only then when you see your daughter, your mother, your wife on there, only then will you hate it the way Allah hates it. SubhanAllah. Probably not even as, like, you won't even get close to as much as Allah hates it. But not even just that. You're watching the act that Allah hates. One of the acts that Allah hates the most. And you sit there and you try to justify it, saying it's better than the act itself. What makes it any better? To be honest, it's it's still a here. I'll tell you something. If you think that that if you think watching your porn is a solution to get like stopping yourself from doing zina, the Rasul alayhi salatu wasalam he said, if you have this desire, if you have this temptation, one, you get married. Two, you fast. Mm-hmm. If you can't get married, you fast. Yeah, he didn't say, oh, go watch someone else do it to to remove your your desire for it. That, in, if anything, it increases your desire, and you seeing the stuff that they do on these garbage videos is gonna make it think that this is okay, like to do it with your with your spouse in the future. But then when your spouse is not okay with that, now it's a deal breaker for you, and now you get divorced, and now you're not married. It's gonna anymore. ruin your life. The exactly, whole way trust through. me, it will ruin your life. I've seen I've seen it from a lot of non-Muslims out here. They talk about their addictions and whatnot, and they say how it ruined their life. Or even that, like, look. 
going back to like these Instagram pages, I'll go in the comment section of these videos and I'll be like, what do people actually have to say about this? Because what normal person is going to look at this and be like, yeah, this is, this is fire, right? So I look in the comments and even these non-Muslims, they're like, man, not YouTube, not this page, or why do you guys keep on posting this? Nobody wants to see this, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's not even just the Muslims. Our no normal human instinct, like, if we, if we follow the fitrah on the good side, we're not going to want to see these things, right? But you give in to those desires and shaitan will corrupt your heart, corrupt yeah, your mind. That's crazy how and you're going to sit there and you're going to want it more. Crazy how social media can really, like, in this day and age, it can influence a whole person's whole life. The internet, something which is dig digital, can ruin a whole person's whole life. Bro, because now I got people even thinking like, oh, it's not that bad. It's just human nature. They think it's human nature now to, to see these things, to not have to lower your gaze, to be able to look at the opposite gender and want them and just lust after them without saying, oh, no, I have to control myself. I need to, I need to look away or something like that. Like, no. They, the internet, the, the society that we live in right now, the generation that we live in right now has corrupted the minds of like the young people. No, because look, you're sitting there, you're watching online. You think it's any less okay than let's say watching someone do it out in public. If you were walking down the street and you saw someone doing that out in public, you would think it's far worse than watching on yeah, your phone. Yeah, what obviously. makes it any better? Yeah, exactly. That, you're, what you're saying is so right because I've even thought it for, about it for myself. I was like, wait, what the hell? Like people watch this online. But if you see it in public, you're going to videotape them and be like, look at this degeneracy and it's going to exactly. go the news and stuff like that. People are going to be like, people are going to try to find out who these people are and be like, like what the hell? No, but like, what, is, what does our society come to? No, but like, well, it's scary because um, I remember you said something like, you said you followed a meme page back in 2015 like when you were a kid. And yeah. what if you saw this when you were a kid? It's crazy. Like, how are we, when we, inshallah, you know, if we have kids, how are we going to protect them from this? See, how do you, this, this, like, really, this really is a problem. You know, it's a, it's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. How do you protect them without seeming like you're overbearing and over -controlling? The only, the only way, like the only way I know is like, tell them Tawheed. You tell them fear Allah. Well, like that's, that's the only way. That's the only, fearing Allah, you tell, when you give a person Islam, that's how you change their heart. That's how you change the Unfortunately, unfortunately, the Western influence has gotten to the point where if you're not following what they have to say, what they think is right, what they think is wrong, then you're, you're weird. <laughs> Simple as that. And I was watching a video earlier of this Hindu lady trying to talk about Islam, trying to talk about Sharia law, acting like she knows this and that about Islam. She was like, back, back then, Afghanistan and Iran, you know, they were, they were better places to live in because they were more... Um, more closer to Western law and not following towards Sharia. And all these African countries before were better before after they were colonized by the French and the British, yada, yada, yada. And yet, even after that, they still chose Sharia law. So you're going to sit here and tell me just because the West thinks of a, a girl can go out in a skirt or whatever it may be is a lot better just because they say it is versus Sharia law where it tells women to cover up and men to lower their gaze. And men also have a dress code as well. Like... It's crazy. She she went on to say that they were better places to live just because it was more in coordinates with, with what the West had to say. Just because of that. She said, and all throughout the video, in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, and sitting there and brainwashing into these people. She was like, what, well, news reporter or whatever it was. And you got people watching this video and they're like, and they're agreeing with her. And it's sad to, to think about, oh, they're sitting there agreeing with her, but on what basis? No, but See, what you're saying is that's also another thing. Like, since we're talking about, like, this influence, like, social influence and stuff like that, think about the people who they've gained a following and then they use their views and push it onto the, their audience. And then their audience adopts their views. Like, if you look at food reviewers, I've never understood this. This is one thing. I've never understood why food reviewers are so popular. They're reviewing food, but their taste buds are not the same as their audience taste buds. So how do they get followers? 
And then people go and try that food just because that person said so. For what? What basis do they have to work on? How is his taste buds better than yours? Like, I've never understood that. And then the same thing for people who, like all these feminist uh, influencers, now they push this narrative of uh, independence for women and stuff like that. They push it. They they push out, like, this, this image that women should portray. And then all these women want to portray that image. Same yeah. thing for men. For Remember, for such a long time before... And you're no, no. converted to Islam. So many men were trying to be like him. They were trying to be this alpha male guy without having the, the same, without having gone through the same stuff that Andrew Tate went through. Like, how can you be a man that you haven't gone through the same thing? Like, I remember you said this once, actually. You said, you want to be that one guy so bad, but you have no idea what he had to go through to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Of course. You know, I want to go back to what you said. You talked about feminism and independence. You know how, like... I'm so confused by that. When did it become a, a competition of dependency and independency? When did it? When did it become? Oh, I can make a family on my own. No, you need two people to make a family, buddy. So when did I, I'm so confused by that narrative that I honestly like. Hold on, hold like, on. It, it hurts my head. No, this, this is just very simple thing to think of. Feminism, what they want now, they got to the point where they want to escape the reality of a man, right? Yeah. But who was what was it? Feminism created by. A man. man. <laughs> like what? Like what? Like <laughs> making make sense. Like no, like seriously, walk. because when you sit there and you push this idea of unrealistic things, things that just doesn't make sense, things are not that are not reality, people, of course, they're gonna want it. You know, and that's why in a world where you can choose any path you want, maybe it'd be stupid, maybe it'd be intelligent, maybe you, you took some thought in it. You can go this way, this way, this way, this way, take the Quran and Sunnah, and I promise you're not gonna be disappointed. I promise you, like subhanAllah. Well, my last point, I remember telling you guys this, um, speaking about like feminism and all these women trying to be independent. I remember seeing a video of a man and he was like, oh, these women want to be in so independent. They want to provide for themselves. Then they want a man to provide for them on top of them providing for themselves. So then the women become the man that they want to marry. So how can you be looking for a man if you're already the man? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, I, I, that's, that's what you don't get. And then that's why you see... All these women who are uh, who have become who've shown their bodies on social media to make a bag, they're like, "Oh, go get your bag." There's nothing wrong with going to get your bag, but like nobody understands like the moral impact that it has. No, like, first imagine off, imagine being off. a mother and the only way you feel right to provide for your family is to go and degrade yourself. No, no, no. But here's the here's the thing. One that first off, beauty does not last forever. So what you're doing, you know, you're good, right. goodbye, my buddy. Second off, you're like literally they don't like this is a bigger topic on it in of itself, but I'm gonna just say regardless, like you're destroying society. Like there's probably kids who've seen you like this, like like you have no shame. Like third, to, like literally to get your bag, this is what you're promoting. Like I don't, I don't man, you know, like hold on, hold on, I can't, hold on. I can't. Because yeah, you got to think about it. You are you really are ruining society because like look, you'll see like let's say a page will post about so and so porn star had had a kid right then you'll see in the comment section like man this kid's gonna get bullied in school yeah he's not gonna survive middle school he's not gonna survive high school imagine growing up and knowing that your mother uh brings in her money from this and yada 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 like not only are you ruining yourself you're ruining your image you're ruining your honor your family's honor but on top of that you're putting your your child who has nothing to do with uh what you wanted to do and now you're putting everything on them no, they, didn't even, exactly. they didn't even ask for it. Like, no, it's exactly like you guys are making the same point right now. It no, but it's like, it it's really like, does it's like, but like, can we even be surprised right now? Like, I want to take it back, you know, like, like, look at the Quran. Look, what does it say about Zina and stuff like this? It says, don't even approach it. Like, don't, don't even, even take come it. Near don't it. even come near it. And it's an evil way. 
It's like, can we be surprised? Like, obviously, you're gonna dishonor. Your, like, you're gonna be dishonoring yourself. Like, and especially you don't seek repentance after that. Like, and you keep doing. You think it's right. Not you think it's right. Like that. You don't even have you no push it on to yeah, other you, people. And then you you encourage it to other people. Like, like, imagine you have a friend. Like, you know, you should do this with me. Like, I'm making a lot of money. Look, and look how much money I'm making. Like, like look on. how we allow money. Like, don't to be control don't us. be don't yeah. be so blind. Like, like, man, subhanallah. lot, but. Man, we, we, we were going to talk at the beginning of the episode about Chicago and stuff like that. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. One, one second, one second, one second, one second. Because we were talking about- I didn't like even bring up this point right here. Like yeah. When when this kid is getting bullied, whatever, what's going to be the results of that? The kid's going to become, what, school shooter? He's going to come out there. He's going to be depressed. I mean, yeah, of course. Yeah, he can become strong. That's another thing. But how much more likely- is that going to happen versus him becoming, you know, let's say he gets bullied, then he's going to go out and become the bully or he's going to go out there. He's going to shoot up the school because, you know, they're all making fun of him because of that. Or he's going to run out of his home because of that. Look, look at all these. There's more negative outcome than there is good outcomes is what I'm trying to say. Can you even like how many good outcomes can you really name? Though? It's like because this has a, an impact on the entire society. Hold on. But like, let's say let's say it does have a good outcome. According to what? Like, let's say he does and he ends up separating from his mother was that still good at the end of the day you no. separated from your mother but yeah of course you needed to do that to let's say get into a better place true yeah you see like, like you've created like, like an it's impossible like, it's scenario. like you exactly it's like either you broke even or you know yeah. you went negative <laughs> uh, like small small was bringing up how like oh this this episode started about chicago but you see how we were talking about oh like the influence people have said we've had on them but then we're talking about like the other side of things yeah you know you like, see how this the other side of things how I this, get it. This I negative get it. In, impact could take away all the positives. Now, hold on, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give y'all a new. I'm gonna give y'all a new outlook. As of right now, we're combating that. Like those are our. Those are our like like our adversaries. We're fighting against. We're that. fighting against yeah. that. This is what we preach against, Real openly talk, and publicly. Yeah. I don't care about that. Like this is man. If like I want kids to watch our videos for benefit. I don't want them to be watching stuff like that. You know, like the like subhanallah. Like you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because like when when you think about it, this is. Let's think about it in in like a food aspect. Us, we're we're like the healthy foods. We're mm. promoting healthy foods, foods that will help you live a better life, foods that will help you live a longer life. The other things are those short-term pleasures, things that you'll get from just sweets, but then things that will end up killing you, killing mm. everything that you stand for. That's that's the other side of things. Like subhanAllah, and you gotta think about it. We we experienced this for, experienced this firsthand. The, like we just said, how we have adversaries, we're combating against this. They're probably, they're saying the same thing. They're saying things about us, they're, but like they're saying, oh, we're extremists. Islam is a well, like I said earlier. Religion. But like, or, what basis or do they even the what basis who don't do they stay any religion? They're saying, oh, like all religion is a cult. They're calling us like crazy and yeah. stuff like that. You know, like subhanallah. Like I was saying earlier, that that little that lady earlier was sitting there. Sharia law, this Sharia law, that, and then she's over here promoting Western ideas. In my opinion, in my opinion, come on, man. I've even seen those debates, like um, where where people like that get embarrassed. But like on the show, they'll think they're like doing something, where um, they'll be talking about, "Oh no, I feel this way" or "I I think this way." And when you use those words in a debate, you've already lost. See, you're not gonna think you lost because, like, in your mind, obviously, you think what you think. That's at the end of the day. But that's not where we're going. You know, it's yeah, crazy. Exactly. In Islam, in Islam, we have we have this idea of we we produce by facts, logic. 
we we see it what's it called like when we take from the quran and so no we don't take from our own interpretations we take like what we what we get from like the scholar and stuff like this it is not for us to force our opinion onto the quran oh yeah because look at the end of the day even the muslims themselves they're going to have their own opinion on things but yet they sacrifice their desires for what allah has said because mm -hmm. they know what allah knows better than what they know mm -hmm. see it's we are no we're still normal human beings we're still going to sit there we're going to have desires we're going to have temptations we're going to sit there and want to do things that aren't necessarily right we sit there we know things are wrong but yet we'll still do them but at the end of the day what separates us from them we sacrifice our desires for what allah has said because we believe what allah said is true mm -hmm. yeah 100%. and we repent seeing that like on top of that even anybody who takes their opinions and starts putting it out to the public now you become a deviant because you can't unless you're someone who who has the knowledge to be able to say like oh this is like the most expert opinion on a certain matter you can't there's no there's none of that that's where you get the the liberals from that's where you get liberal muslims from oh yeah because that whenever we come out there like let's say scholar comes out with the futz one they're gonna bring their evidence yeah. yeah that's see that's what i was referring when to when the liberal that, comes out they're not they're not standing on no evidence they're sitting there they're trying to take what's already there and then input whatever is on their mind their onto opinion, it yeah. and then try to twist it in a way where it's like both ways can make sense but that, that it doesn't make sense and here's the thing you might not like you might not like it you like let's say you might you might not like it what the what the fatwa is or whatever but Allah already says this in the Quran. Can we be surprised? Allah says that perhaps you may like, uh, you may hate something, but it is good for you. Well, you know, like Subhanallah. Like, and you gotta, you gotta look at the Quran. You gotta say, if you're, if you're really a Muslim, you gotta say, this is the word of God. I believe it with all my heart. Anything that's in this book, I believe it 100. percent Don't ask me again about it. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. even on the other hand, perhaps you might, uh, what's it called, like something, but yeah, it is bad for you. Mm -hmm. Now Hussein likes to talk about food, so you know we're gonna bring up this food example again. You know the broccoli and the chocolate. You, you give a kid broccoli, give a kid chocolate. Which one they're gonna take? They're most likely gonna take the chocolate, even though which one's gonna be healthier for them? The broccoli. You know, it's it's, it's as simple as that. Mm -hmm. See, and and at the time it doesn't seem like oh, there's much of a difference. Oh, I yeah. can take whichever one I want and I'll be all right. But in the long run, if you keep taking the chocolate, what's gonna happen? You're gonna rot your insides. You're gonna kill yourself. You're gonna end up with all these types of diseases and stuff like that. That's that's the mindset you have to take when. It's things that are displeasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anything to displeasing to Allah it's subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're, you're killing cancer. yourself. Yeah. yeah, speaking of like, let's say like, since we're on the topic of food anyways, back, back like, let's say when I was like 15 or 16, I, I used to work in a restaurant and I used to sit there. I used to eat all these different foods. And I remember my manager at the time, he walked up to me. Yeah, I was 15 years old. He walked up to me. He said, dude, how, how, are, you, how are you sitting there and eating all of this crap? And I'm like, why not? I said, it makes me feel good. It looks good. It tastes good. <laughs> Everything. He said, you're going to have some serious health problems when you get older. And well, ever since then, I've been watching what I've been eating. Every time I sit there and I eat something, I'm like, dang, am I going to sit there and have serious health problems when I'm older because I'm <laughs> eating this? Because like, you know, the conversations like that just sit there, they stick with you and they just cause you to reflect for the rest of your life. Or like, let's say I, I ended up um, eating like that. When I got older, I would have reflected back on what he said and be like, man, he was right. Yeah, I should have sat there. I should have sat there and, you know, ate the better foods. Or I shouldn't have ate like that. Or I shouldn't have ate in that quantity. I should have followed the Quran and the Sunnah. The Prophet, alayhi salatu wasalam, said one third of your stomach with food, one third with water, one third with air. I should have stuck to that instead of sitting here and, you know, trying to drink a whole water bottle all at once or yeah. sitting there drinking more than a gallon of water a day or sitting there and eating in excess and being wasteful. And, you know, the list can go on. Yeah. I think that's a great way to, like, to, to close it up because what you just said was along the lines of living in a constant state of reflection, not waiting till things have passed for you to think like, oh, this was better for me, or, or maybe I should have done this. But it's always thinking about like what just happened. Like, 
why don't you live in a state of reflection day by day? Yep. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives you the day, gives you the night. So you live live out your day and use the night to reflect. And on top use the night to go call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for how you could do better the next day. And on top of that, Allah makes many signs and he even uses other people as signs. So sit there and learn from other people's mistakes. You don't have to be the one to sit there and go through something in order to learn about it. Yeah. Go look, look at, look at your closest friend. How many times have we seen a story where let's say kids were all out one night, one of them died and the rest of them turned back to the religion of Islam. And then that one, that one person that died upon what they were doing died in a bad state. Exactly. Yeah. Like, think about how scary that is. You don't want to be that example. Sit there and learn from those examples and learn from the people before us. Allah likes to mention the Quran. Uh, look at the people from before. Look at the people from before. Why does he do that? Because you, you got to sit there. You got to learn from them. These stories in the Quran are not there for make-believe. They're not there just to entertain you. They're there for you to learn. I like that. I think this is like beautiful. That. And like, hold on. One last thing I just remembered. I remember seeing like, Speaking of like all these social influencers, stuff like that. So if you're someone who posts videos online, I want you to think about it like this. As a Muslim, when, if you were to pass away right now, would we have to report your account or would we be able to share your videos so you can get more ajr for that? That's oh, all. Allah subhanAllah. Because like, look, I did that, that has happened many times. I saw it was like, oh, guys, this sister has died. Don't go on her account. Don't watch any of her videos. If you go on her account, mute the sound because she got music playing or report their account because, you know, she has music playing there. No one has access to her passwords, whatever. And then on the other hand, oh, this brother or this sister has died. Here's a recitation of their Quran. You know, make sure you play this, you know, get them good deeds for that. That's exactly why I just said that. Cause like, I don't know. I just thought about it. Yeah, of course. Man. And like I said, you know, this is something that I see in my personal life. Yeah. So what you're saying is hundred percent true. And a lot of you that are watching this have probably seen this too. You know, I don't think that this is something exclusive. This happens on the daily basis. People around us die every single day. The only thing guaranteed in this life is death, and you cannot escape it. Yeah. So if you ever needed motivation to go and do da'wah or encouragement to go and do da'wah, there you go. Even if it's one eye, one one eye of the Quran. Man. Post that eye to your, yeah, uh, to your story. It can be anonymous too. Just post some Quran videos, man. I'll be listening to some Quran videos on repeat. Yeah, exactly. All right. And uh, okay, okay. One last thing. One last thing. <laughs> man, speaking of anom anonymously, before Dean Tour, this is a year before Dean Tour. I used to have an account on TikTok where I used to post Islamic videos. I used to sit there and post, you know, Quranic videos. I used to sit there and be anonymous, <laughs> bro. <laughs> now we've come out and like done this, alhamdulillah. That's actually crazy. I didn't even know about that. What the heck? What the heck? I didn't know that. What the heck? Yeah, bro. Alhamdulillah, man. Like one of the, I was one of those pages, but I think you know, unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't, I don't, I stopped posting on that. You know, we focused on this now, but you know, that's just a little fun reward, fact. Or seeking reward either way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with that, I uh, just want to let you guys know, go copy the ebook if you haven't already. Uh, it's going to close out our podcast, inshallah. It's people merch, by the way. Um, Coming soon, but it's, yeah. you know. It's in the works right now. But um, with that being said, for me, so now I'm going to up to law. All right, guys. I appreciate you guys for listening. You know, make sure to share this with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change by sharing this video. Make sure you guys also join our Discord. We're building the largest Discord server in the Ummah. Remember how I was talking about earlier how, how it feels to be around other Muslims? Imagine, you know, you, you might not be able to make it in person, but you can sit there and be in the Discord. You can sit there and have conversations, send your favorite Quran versus whatever it may be. All right. And also, lastly, we're still students of knowledge. We're not scholars, so we're open to correction. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.